This is Barry Zalma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's newsletter, Zalma's Insurance Fraud Letter for December 15, 2023. This volume 27, issue 24, is the last issue of the 27th year of publication, which on January 1st will start the 28th year. Merry Christmas to all, Happy Hanukkah to all, and may the winter solstice be peaceful and mild for all of the readers of Zalma's Insurance Fraud Letter. This, the resource for the insurance claims and insurance fraud professionals, is created and continues as long as I'm around to write it. The 24th issue will include articles and reports relating to insurance fraud, including an article about why a former root marketing executive pleaded guilty to taking over $10 million from an insurer. Brinson Caleb B.C. Silver, former chief marketing officer for insurance tech company Root, has pleaded guilty to stealing more than $10 million from his former employer and violating court orders. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of Ohio, Silver 43 of Culver City, California, my hometown, pleaded guilty to one count each of wire fraud and contempt of court and has agreed to pay more than $10.2 million in restitution. A prison sentence of 24 to 51 months has been recommended. You can read the full issue of Ziffel at the link provided in the blog, as well as the full rendition of this article. Next, there is more McClenny Mosley and Associates issues, and the 20th installment of the saga of McClenny Mosley and Associates and its problems with the federal courts in the state of Louisiana and what appears to be an effort to profit from what some magistrate and district judges indicate may be criminal conduct to profit from insurance claims relating to hurricane damage to the public of the state of Louisiana. This would include a complete history of the MMA issues that was published or written and adapted starting in December of 2023. You can read the full article at the current issue of Zelma's Insurance Fraud Letter at the link provided in the blog. Next is an article on the insurance examination under oath, which is a tool available to insurers to thoroughly investigate claims. The examination under oath, or EUO, is a formal type of interview authorized by an insurance contract. It is taken under the authority provided by a condition of the insurance contract that compels the insurer to appear and give sworn testimony 
on the demand of the insurer find his, her, or its claim rejected for breach of a material condition. A notary and a certified shorthand reporter are always present to take down all of the words spoken at the examination and to give the oath to the person being interviewed. You can read the full article at the link provided uh, in the full text of Selma's insurance fraud letter. Then there's an article on health insurance fraud convictions where dozens of convictions are noted starting with a story about a doctor and wife who admit their genetic testing kickback and bribery scheme was a violation of law. And uh, Yitzchok Barry Kurtzer, 63, and his wife Robin Kurtzer, 62, both of Monza, New York, found that he, a Pennsylvania doctor, and his wife admitted to their roles in schemes to solicit and receive kickbacks and bribes in exchange for ordering genetic tests. You could read the full issue of Ziffel and about dozens of fraud convictions at the link provided. Then there's an article on what is needed to deter insurance fraud. To do so, insurers must train their staff to recognize the elements of both the crime of insurance fraud and of the civil tort of insurance fraud. If well-trained, insurance personnel collecting information about a potential insurance fraud will know the type and quality of information that either a prosecutor or civil defense lawyer will need to prove fraud was attempted. Some estimates indicate that more money goes out fighting fraud than is saved. Others show that every dollar spent by insurers to defeat fraud saved the insurer as much as $7 in fraudulent claims. Although insurance fraud is a crime in almost every jurisdiction of the United States, it is seldom prosecuted. Then there's an article on other than health insurance fraud convictions that start with a North Carolina insurance agent who found she could not appeal a sentence in her conviction for a $700,000 fraud. Glenda Taylor Sanders of Charlotte, North Carolina, a former insurance agent who pleaded guilty to defrauding trucking company clients and a premium finance company of hundreds of thousands of dollars, found she was unable to challenge her sentence and restitution order after presenting it to a federal appeals court. You can read the full issue and dozens of convictions of other than health insurance fraud at the link provided in the blog. Then there's an article called Fraud After Catastrophes, where over the past few decades, fraud has become an ever-escalating problem. It is part of 
CODB equation and quickly becomes just one more cost to be passed on to the insurance buying public. When a catastrophe hits, everyone suffers. The victims of the catastrophe suffer. The insurers whose staff is not adequately trained to investigate and adjust claims after a catastrophe and recognize fraud compounds the suffering of the victims and costs the insurer. And also, consider the McLennie Mosley and Associates cases where that firm apparently undertook the defrauding not only of their clients and the sufferers from hurricane damage, but insurers, some of whom did not even issue insurance policies in the state where the suits were filed. This video was adapted from my blog, Zalma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone who clicks on the URL zelma.com slash blog. You can subscribe to the blog. You can subscribe to Zelma's Insurance Fraud Letter, all of which are free. You can also subscribe to these videos on YouTube or on rumble.com. And if you watch the videos, I'd appreciate it if you click on the like button on YouTube or the thumbs up button on rumble.com. And if you're interested in further detail about insurance, insurance claims, insurance law, and insurance fraud, please consider for a very small fee subscribing to my Substack publication. And if you wish full detail, you can also follow me at bzelma on Twitter or X as it is now called. Thank you for your attention.